Hey, hey, hey guys, here for episode three of season two. Um, So I wanted to address a couple of things on my uh, Facebook. (laughs) Somebody had commented that it sounded like I was reading a book on my uh, podcast. Well, I hope it was a good book and I hope you learned from it. But of course, when doing a podcast, I do gather my information. My information is written down. So um, because I don't want to forget what I want to go over. But hey, I mean, you took your time to listen to it and give me feedback. So thank you. I hope you're listening to this episode. But anyway, it is a lot going on and we are just starting July. Um, The Vanessa Gillian situation I wanted to read, but I don't, um, I'm not going to because I want to be respectful to the family. You know, I don't have their permission to read it. And also, I just don't want to tap into that um, energy, especially if, if she passed from a violent death. I don't want to tap into any of the energy. But like I did with um, George Floyd, I did read after some past time so I'll do that but I do feel like um there was foul play there and I'll just leave it that at that so today we're gonna talk about astrology I did tell you all that I am not um I'm not an astrologer so I have information on it I have looked at astrology charts because I was interested in my chart but When we say astrology, people are thinking of your sun sign and there is way more to it than just your sun sign Um, that makes up your compatibility, that makes your characteristics, um, that makes you who you are, really. And it is not your. So when your your sun sign is your main sign, like if you're talking to somebody and they say, hey, I'm a um, a Scorpio, for example, they have so much other stuff in their chart that makes them who they are. So you can't just look up characteristics of a Scorpio and think, okay, this is how this person is. But there are um, other elements that contribute to the person, who they are as a person, environmental factors, uh, parental factors, um, because you do know our environment um, does contribute to who we are as people. You, you are a product of your environment, but not, I mean, some people are not, I don't, I don't know how to explain that part, but some people you're, you're, you are, your environment, your environment contributes, contributes to who you are. Um, the way you grew up, your parent, your parents' parenting style, uh, molds you, I should say. Um, And then again, what we discussed before, religious factors, your programming makes you who you are. But I just wanted to break down. Y'all like how this this show is flowing together, right? Um, I just want to break down astrology as a whole, because like I said, nothing is off the table. And we're just going to keep going with new subjects and new things each episode. So 
Astrology is the belief that the alignment of the stars and planet affects human moods, personality, and environments. So that's what be that would be when we're talking about Mercury retrograde, how it affects you. Now, I, I'm not saying that I don't believe in astrology. I'm just not. A, I'm just not. Um, I just didn't study that subject. Um, astrology is something that is learned, and I feel my gift is something that is passed. So it's passed down. It's not a learned gift. You collect the information um, or collect your experiences as you go with my gift versus astrology. You have to learn. It's um, kind of math based um, um, orbits, planets, stars. That's what you're thinking of when you're thinking of astrology. The origin of astrology is in uh, it's Babylonian as far and it dates as far back as 2400 years ago. Um, it spread to the Eastern Mediterranean And after that, it became popular in Egypt. Um, Egypt at the time when it became popular was under the control of the Greeks. So astrology has been proven to predict the future. And like I said, although it's not my method of divination, I do believe in astronomy. So, um, but I, I don't believe in it as to the surface part to where you can say, hey, I'm a Scorpio. I'm not ca- um, compatible with the Virgo because you have so many other factors in your chart, which we will break down when we get further into the episode. Uh, most people, like I say, y'all are familiar with your sun sign and that's it. And it's so, so much more that goes behind that. But the sun sign is the most simplistic form of astrology. So that is the most um, known the easiest to say instead of just saying, Hey, I'm a Pisces and my um Uranus is in Scorpio or my fifth house is in Leo. Nobody is going to understand that, so we're just going with what's the simplest to um relate to people when you're speaking of yourself, but it's a little more um, complicated to perform an accurate astrology reading, you have to get into your chart. So to do this, uh, planets are combined with zodiac sign. Your houses and angles are also included in your astrology chart. Um, it's actually called a natal chart, and we will get into that. So all of that makes up the person's uh, personality, and it can also tell your future. So that's interesting. So somebody can look at your natal chart and tell your future with what's going on in your houses. Um, and Western astrology is... Um, it's very divisive. It, it, it has divisions in certain things. So you have your natal chart, which uh, predicts in relation to how the stars align on a person's date of birth. So your natal chart is constructed um, by your date of birth and how the stars and the planets were aligned when you were born. Um, that's what I'm familiar with and what. As far as when I look at my chart, that's the only thing I've done. Then you have mundane astrology, and that's the making um, making a prediction or predictions about world events such as wars and the economy um, can be told. And that's when they're looking at, hey, let's say 2023, the stars and the, and the sun and the moon aligns this way with the planets. That's how they're getting that prediction. So. Everyone may or may not be aware of the 12 zodiac signs, so we'll go ahead and talk about those and how those are divided. 
Um, you have your fire signs. Fire signs are known from being, and this is just based on your sun sign, but it also is um, based on a placement in your chart. And it'll make more sense later. Uh, fire signs are known to be spontaneous, um, inspirational, um, and passionate. Your sun signs are your Leo. Leo is July 23rd to August 22nd. You have Sagittarius, which is November 23rd to December 21st. You have Aries, which is March 20th to Mar um, April 19th. Then you move into your water signs. Your water signs are highly, highly intuitive, sensitive, and they're very deep with um, thinking. They're deep thinkers. So you have your Pisces, which is February 19th through March 20th. Your Cancer, which is June 21st through July 22nd. Scorpio, which is October 23rd to November 22nd. And you have your earth signs and they are known for stability, sensual, and they're very grounded. Hence the word earth signs, right? Um, you have your Virgo, which is August 23rd to September 22nd. You have a Capricorn, which is December 21st through January 20, uh, 21st. Taurus, which is April 19th through May 20th. Next, you have your air signs. They're very curious, knowledgeable, and um, uh, they're initiative. And you have Aquarius, January 21st through February 19th. You have Libra, September 23rd to October 22nd. Next is Gemini, which is May 21st through June 21st. Um, each sign is either a cardinal sign, a fixed sign, or a mutable sign. About to say mutable, mutable sign. Um, your cardinal signs are first, they are known as leaders, they start things off. So, when you're going into, so for instance, uh, Scorpio would be the cardinal sign for um, water signs, that is the first water sign that occurs in that, in that year. If you're, well, not, not really, it's not, um, it would be the Aries. I got confused there. So your Aries would start off the year because they are the baby sign. They're the first sign. So you're going from one, two, three. So of course, you know, with starting off your zo your zodio year, Zodiac year, um, you have the Aries starting off and then you go all the way back to the Pisces, which is the last. So your cardinal sign with, uh, would start off with the fire signs, which is the Aries. Um, so for your cardinal signs, you have Aries, you have Cancer, you have Libra, and you have Capricorn. So Cancer would start off the water signs for the cardinal signs, which if this is confusing, you just keep following along. It gets better. <laughs> but um so Aries would start, they would be the first fire sign that occurs within the Zodiac year. Cancer will be the first water sign that occurs within the Zodiac year. Libra and Capricorn. So Libra would be the first air sign. Capricorn would be the first earth sign that would occur in that Zodiac year. So Zodiac years are going from your Aries um, and it ends with your Pisces. So Aries is first, um, Taurus is second, and so on. So Aries would be the babies of the Zodiac, actually. Fixed signs are 
Um, they're there for stability. They're determined. They're debt. They're in death, and they're uh, persistent. So they tend to be stubborn and opinionated. And your fixed signs are Scorpio, Leo, Taurus, and Aquarius. So they will come next. And then you have the the mutable signs, which are um, they mediate change. So we we bring in the change. Um, they are very flexible and they show sympathy. So they are diplomatic and they assist others through transitioning in life. So if, if um, it, it would also be related to your job, like what, what do you do for a living? Are you helping with transitioning change? Are you a leader? Um, are you grounded? Are you um, money oriented? It would tell you kind of which way to go with your job with these categories that you fall under. So um, the mutable signs are Gemini, Pisces, Virgo, and Sag. And uh, information about me, I am a Pisces and I do help people with spiritual transition um, in life. So I've taken to that, that is what I wanted to do and that is what I love doing. Um, So your natal chart has placements. So each placement has a sign in it and you can look it up. You can also look up your astrology chart, your own astrology chart, and it's free. It's cafeastrology.com is where you would look that up. So um, they give you a description, but this may also help. And I'm going to go through them one by one Um, because it's difficult to understand if you're not into astrology. But if you are, then you understand it. And as I said, again, I am open to correction <laughs> and I have ate my best friend actually corrected me on some things I'm going to have her on for a future episode she has more experience in the subject that I cover again I'm just bringing awareness to the subjects and giving knowledge on what I studied and what I know I'm pretty sure people who do podcasts they are not 100% right on everything that they present on their podcast maybe they are but I'm telling you that I am um, open to correction and criticism. So you can always email me at water goddess topics. That's W A T E R G A W D E S S T O P I C K S at gmail.com um, for corrections. Um, or if I miss something, you can always give me an update. Who knows? You might be featured on the show. I might have you just come on if you have more knowledge in a subject that I am discussing. Like I said, I am an expert on readings. That is what I do. Everything else, I'm still, we are always a work in progress on our spiritual journey. So we could all stand to learn more. And some things that I mentioned on here, others don't know. So if it's something that you are well-versed in or it is something that you specialize in and I have covered it, I will do a part two to have you come on and talk about it. I am not opposed to doing that. So let's get into your um, natal chart. You have your sun sign. Your sun sign is your main sign. That's what you present yourself to people as. Um, Your moon sign is your feelings. How you process emotions is what your moon sign would be. Your mercury is how you think and how you communicate to others. Um, For instance, I can only talk about myself. In my first three places, Placements. My sun sign is a Pisces, my moon is a Pisces, and my Mercury is a Pisces. So it is very surprising. I am 
I'm an ambivert, but I used to be introverted. Um, I don't like talking in front of big crowds. So that thought that makes sense that my Mercury sign would be a Pisces. Um, if you catch me in a meeting, I am not, I'm trying to avoid talking or presenting, but if it's one-on-one, I will talk to you and I will express, um, very clearly. I'll articulate very clearly what I'm trying to get across. So most people don't, um, I don't come off as an ambivert or introvert. I come off as extroverted, but we'll get to that. Um, I come off as a Virgo to most people and that is in my chart. It is, uh, there's a sign what people recognize you as and most people always guess I'm a Virgo because I'm so organized, but we'll keep going. Your Venus is what turns you on. So your Venus is, um, usually that the placement of that sign. If you look up the characteristics of the sign that is in your Venus, you will find that you are attracted to that sign. Your Mars is how you assert yourself. Uh, mine's a Scorpio. I'm very passionate. I, most people who know me, if it's something that and that comes into like the Scorpio um, being stubborn, I am very passionate and stubborn and I stand on my point. It is very hard to get me to change my mind about something that I am passionate about. Your Jupiter is your luck. Your Saturn is where you're learning discipline to achieve success. Um, your Uranus is what makes you different from everybody else. Your Neptune is where you can be idealistic. And I believe my Neptune is in Mars and that is the ruling uh, Pisces is, uh, rules Neptune. So that's interesting. I love art and stuff like that. Your Pluto is where you consistent, where you're consistently evolving. Your North Node is the lifetime goal. Your south node is your past life habits and your mid heaven is your career and public persona. Now, as I said before, go ahead and go over to um, Cafe Astrology. You put your information in. It's better to know the exact time that you were born to get those exact placements. Um, And you'll see like some of the stuff really does relate to you and some of the stuff you can identify with. Now, when they start getting into your houses, um, like house one placement, house two, that is where the predictions come in, in your astrology chart. I think my, don't remember exact, but I think it, 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 in one of my houses, um, it did predict that I would get divorced and I would have a very selfish partner for my first marriage and I would get divorced and I would remarry. And I think it said that I'm going to choose to live abroad. Some of that has occurred. The other part has not occurred. Um, But it does make predictions. So go ahead and look up your chart and let me know what you think. But we are going to take a little break and we will be back with the second part of our episode, which is our current event readings, which I am very excited for today. I have a long list. So I'll be right back, guys. What's up, guys? And we're back. So uh, with the current event readings, I feel like I'm going to go more in depth today with the current event situations as I'm reading it, give you maybe a little 
more length onto the reading. I did want to read the Vanessa Gillian uh, situation. I did go back and forth with it, but I decided not to. As again, I said I didn't want to entangle my spirit in that energy and also... Um, I didn't want to be disrespectful and cross any boundaries without getting the permission of the family, if that makes sense. Um, the George Floyd situation was kind of different. I had read it after, after, afterwards I connected with him, but I still feel like there's some unsettling details in this situation that makes it difficult. Um, a friend of mine, she did contact me today and she said that I told her that there was going to be a woman involved in the situation. Um, I probably did say it, but I did not read on the situation because I don't want to get attached to the energy. But anyway, um, condolences to her family. And it is a very sad situation. I think the military should have handled that different, um, way different. So... We'll go ahead and start with the questions. You can hear my paper for the person that said it sounded like I'm reading. Yes, I'm reading my questions. Um, what I do is I brainstorm before I go into the readings to see what information I want to put out there or what information I want to read on. Um, so what we'll start with is... So since the uh, the police and the military have caused a big uproar, yes, I do see protests um, arising for the Vanessa Gillian situation. That's not anything that I read in my cards that is coming from a clairvoyant point of view. Um, I do see protests uh, arising out of that, but I just kind of wanted to take a look at the justice system um, because I feel like it will be broken down and reconstructed. So I want to see if I'm right about that. Let's see. So the justice system, um, when I say justice, I am, I am referring to police and military. What there's revelations coming out about those systems and how they're broken, um, and how they don't handle situations correctly and they're supposed to be protecting people so I feel like those um the justice system will be broken down and reconstructed and I think that this relates to the NWO so let's see Okay, um, so there will be communication, of course, news coming about with that um, on how they're going to work to reconstruct those. It's, it is going to take a while. Understand that it's going to take a while for us to get anywhere. So you had the African-Americans at first. Now you have the Hispanics. And those are the people that are that are anybody who is not Caucasian in America is treated unfairly, pretty much. So. It's going to move through and show you how different um, races of people are treated. Um, so 
for instance, what I mean when I say that is at first you have the black people, now you have Hispanic people, but you also have this Hispanic woman being a female. It is going to expose how females are treated unfairly in those workplaces. So it'll show um, how females are sexually harassed and that has been swept under the rug. It's going to also show with the ice system the kids that are detained it's going to show how the hispanics are treated and i think we may have um asians we expose that and we may expose the indian culture as well so it's going to move it's moving in waves it's going to expose how each race is treated in america with the judicial system um the justice system so we're going to go through that it's very everybody's very unhappy and we are confused because um They were supposed to be the people that were supposed to be protecting us. A lot of people are hurt in America at what is being exposed. Um, You have despondency. You have stagnation. We feel a need for change. We do feel that need for change. We feel like we're going to have to fight um, to protect ourselves against a justice system that was supposed to be built to protect us. We feel that that rage, that fighting. We're going to go through a number of emotions. Um... But then you have the order. So order does come into play. There's planning. So as I was saying before, everybody saw a new world order coming. Everybody's afraid of the new world order. And as I said this on previous episodes, do not be afraid of that. That change that's coming is not what we think it is. It's going to be a change that... How do I explain this? So like a new era is coming in. A new era, E-R-A. A new era is coming in where people have to adapt to change. It is the older people um, that are afraid of the change, but the younger generation is what is going to bring about that change. Rules have to change. We have to change because we are changing. We are evolving spiritually. Um, Over time, people's features may change. I don't, you'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Everything has to change to adapt. So, Society is going to change um, and the younger generation is going to usher that in. And um, so, so what I'm trying to say is we're evolving spiritually. So um, the world has to evolve in order for us to be able to live here. Does that make sense? That's what I'm getting from that. Um, went totally off the subject but it's so much information that I'm picking up that I wanted to give but I think we will go through different waves and we will see it'll be broken down how different races are treated in the the justice system I'm talking too fast for my own good I'm sorry guys I'm tired I worked today I did the show so um you're gonna see how different races are treated you're gonna see how women um are treated opposed to men in those workplaces in the world So it's not only a race thing, it's going to be um, a gender equality thing. You're going to see the trans, how the trans people are treated. You're going to see how the gay black men, the the people that are double, um, double um, judged, you will see how they are treated. You're going to see how um, gay women are treated. You're going to see all of this stuff is going to come. It's being exposed. 2020 is a year of exposure. So get ready. Hang on. There is more to come. It's not It's not over um, these events that are occurring. And I do want to say something, and I hope I don't offend anybody, but um, 
Vanessa Gillian um, knows her purpose as George Floyd did. These are big, these people, um, I, I know some, I, I saw some comments and people are wondering like why this has been happening over so long. Why does it take this person to get noticed? Um, like they're saying Trayvon Martin, um, you know, all this happened with him. Why, why did it take George Floyd for it to be noticed? Um, and so people are saying, you know, a whole bunch of women have been sexually assaulted in the military. Why does it take this one person, um, for it to get noticed? But those people are the people that were supposed to bring this in. That makes sense. That is, um, they're bringing awareness to it. They're, they're. Their spiritual journey was to bring awareness to those two topics. There are more to come. I hate to say that. Um, and I'm not, there are more people to come and you're going to, you, you will see, you'll see what I'm talking about, but it, we have 2020 is the year of exposure. And I think a lot of things are going to be exposed in those kind of ways. Does it make sense? So, so as I said before, the protests are not over. The protests still go on. And it is for those reasons because those events are going to occur. Does that make sense? So um, I'll go right into reading on the protest next. Since I, I already brought it up, I might as well go ahead and read on it. So let me see. Protest. I just wanted to to bring like an episode with a lot of details since it's July 1st. Um, and also I did see a lot of stuff about um, Vanessa Gillian. And when I see stuff like that, um, being an empath, it does affect me differently. Um, but it is, that could be, that could be your mother. That could be your sister. You know, that could be your daughter. So it is something that, just like George Floyd could be my father. He could be my brother. Um, he could be my husband. You just have to just take those things different. Um, when you see that happening. Okay, the moon want to come out. The moon want to come out. What does the moon want to tell us? It's the, And I'm reading on protest. So I got sadness. I got... Um, people are protesting with a lot of emotions you know they're not going out there just to be protesting i think it's emotion it's emotions behind the protest is what and that card may mean something different to you don't read my cards please don't so um, that's why i never call the name of the cards when they come out so let's see what's going on with the protest So as I said, it takes a lot of courage um, to protest. It's a, a endurance, a lot of patience for people to get where they're want, what they're wanting to get out of it, and that's the balance. 
Um, as I said before, of course, I do see the country going back on lockdown, which is happening in some places. It may not be the entire country, but it's going to be in some places. Um, they will continue to protest, but pro so protesting, I should rephrase it. Pro, they will con- continue to speak out against these um, issues that are happening in America, not necessarily physically protesting, but there will be a lot of people speaking out. They will continue to bring awareness to these situations. It's not going to get swept under the rug like it has in the past in American history. It will be a forefront going thing. It is going to be on the forefront. It is going to be on our minds. They're going to keep reminding us. It's not going to go away. It's not going to get swept under the rug until some type of, um, Equality is reached within um, the people that are are bringing the issues, awareness of the issues, if that makes sense. So I see that, but I see eventually the protests pay off. They pay off in a sense of getting closer to what we want. I don't think that it will. I don't think that will ever be fully equality because there are going to be some resent me because resentment because some people feel like we're messing up a permanent uh you know a perfectly good America when they say make America great again they are talking about you know the normalcy of America the normalcy of America is not the normalcy of America for for black people we have that that there's no such thing as normalcy for us in America So it is offensive when you say, let's go back to being normal. Normalcy for us is not equality. So wanted to say that to say this, that the protests, there will be some, some, some sense of getting closer to the goal per se. But then you still have those, those people that are going to be angry and harbor those feelings and resentment because they feel like you messed up a perfectly good America. That makes sense. So let's go to the next part, which is guys, I'm on it today. It's going to be kind of (laughs) long. So let's go to the next part. And the next part I want to read is, um, the coronavirus. So remembering, and I'm kind of just calling things that I've said before as well. I did say that there was some deception around the numbers. Um, Still feel that way, but I want to see what's going on with it. So I, but the deception, I couldn't tell if it was an increase or decrease with the numbers. So I won't call that part out, but. It is a real thing. And there I have seen people on my news feed, on my social media platforms that have stated that it is not real. Um, So, and they've been called conspiracy theory. So a conspiracy theory can be real. (laughs) That makes sense. A conspiracy theory, follow me, can be real. So just because you think it's fake or you think it's a, just because you think it's a conspiracy theory doesn't mean it's fake. There have been a lot of people that have caught it in myself. When it first came out, I had a trip plan and I was kind of, um, I was just hoping it was something like 
what did they have when I was pregnant? I think they had Ebola and I never seen anybody get sick or it didn't make it over here. And so I was hoping for that, but then it got real when my job said we're working from home. So a conspiracy theory can be real is what I want to tell you. And if you're getting confused with that statement, listen to it again. A conspiracy theory can be real just because guys are females are thinking that it's a conspiracy theory. Their conspiracy theory is that it's fake, but the the conspiracy theory is also that the whole virus is a conspiracy theory. And I'm telling you, a conspiracy theory can be real. So it's real. And I do see guys on July 4th, be careful. Um, I had a vision of a civil war starting in which I've been, if you've conversed with me on the phone, which are my friends, I have kind of bought that up. Um, so a civil war is when it's, it's not us going to war with any other countries. So it's going to war amongst ourselves. And I kind of feel like that may be a possibility. So let's see what's gonna happen with the coronavirus. But I do see the, the cases spiking. Let's see. Whether that be deception around the numbers or whatever, I see the numbers going up. After July 4th, I see a big spike. It's a burden. It's overloads. They are unsure on what to do. They are ambitious about getting a vaccine. This is behind the scenes. Um, doctors and scientists. Whew, goodness gracious. The energy behind this is not good. <laughs> it's not good energy. So as I said, by next year, by next year, March, we'll see some, some sense of Traces of the virus calming down. Um, I don't advise traveling. I see overloads and burdens. I see a lot of confusion around this virus. They don't know what to do. Um, it's kind of like we got. So remember the first the first um, wave we got caught off guard. It's like even though we've been dealing with this since March, April time frame, the second wave comes and we get caught off guard again. We're still not prepared. Um, it's going to hit us double hard. There is we feel stuck. Um, the energy I'm feeling is stuck. There's blocks. There are blocks because we don't have the vaccine. Um, they're very ambitious with working to get the vaccine, but we don't have it. So, um, there's blocks there. There is some type of drama that comes up. And I keep saying this, that we're going to find out something is something big. So there is some kind of drama that comes up. Um, Ooh, I want to say mid July. So we'll see about that. Um, they have some choices to make in regards to this. So, I don't know about that. So, 
there was something that was out that said that Trump was aware of Putin putting a bounty on the our U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan and they got killed. So I read on this on last episode and I saw that Trump got money for it. That has not been exposed yet. It will be exposed um, that Trump got some kind of money for this. That's why he kept quiet. But I want to read on it again and see. Um, he's trying to say that he was unaware from what I heard. And I want to know, did he know? So let's see. Oh. Money. It is money all around. It's kind of like the same cards. So make no mistake. Trump is supposed to be where Trump is at now. That makes sense. This was his fate. Um, an unexpected change is happening for him. And it's a negative change that is coming for him. I feel like he had a choice to make um, when he was given the, the information. He did not make the right choice. He took the money. Um, over, over saving the soldiers. He took that money. There is money that is involved. Listen to what I'm saying. It's going to come out. There's money that's involved. This falls all apart for him. The secret comes out. It's falling apart for him. It will be known that he took the money, um, for that because I see destruction all around it. He took the money. Um, he knows that that was a risk. But he can't, Trump cannot resist money. So he took the money. He did. Um, let me see. What else did I write down? I just want to go into looking at Trump too as a whole person. Cause, so y'all remember I read and I said something with court, something with legal documents. And the next day there is a warrant out for our president's arrest. Boy, America is so ghetto right now. Goodness. Let's see here. Okay, so I just kind of want to look and see what's going on with him. Settlement in a case. Is he going to court for anything else? Does anybody else know? There was an argument um, behind the scenes in the uh, between it's a man and two women. It's something to do with the um, his workers. His daughter has some uncertainties from a phone call that she got. Uh, Trump is upset with his brother. Does anybody know anything about that? There's some upsets with his brother. He doesn't talk to his brother is what it's showing. He is communicating with, this is Melania, about legal documents as well. Uh, like I said, I feel like she's trying to divorce him. He has very a lot of internal conflict, um, indecision, and he's very stressed out, so... 
Um, everything is coming at him at one time, but it's not quite time for everything for us to just get that big boom. Um, but I also did remember I mentioned that he was going to leave office early. I saw something about him leaving office early. Um, I did see an article that he said that he would leave before he let he lets Biden win before he loses to Biden. Biden. So uh, we, we shall see. See if he resigns or if he checks out early. I want to look at him in these cards too. Let's see. So the dementia part, I feel like maybe someone is poisoning him. Sounds crazy. Um, and it shows up to me as cognitive as a type of, um, as a form of dementia. Watch his movements, watch his speech and lack thereof, uh, to see, you will see his, his condition is going to start to resemble dementia. Let's see. He's focusing on that stability. It's kind of like uh, he knows he's going to lose. And he's trying to figure out what is he going to do for stability when he gets out. He knows that there are a lot of people that kind of want him dead. So, um... He's focusing on what what avenues is he going to take. Now he has the warrant for his arrest. So he's trying to look at what is he going to do for stability because he feels like he's going to lose. Um, there's an ending coming. Check this out. So there's an ending coming, which means that he possibly won't get back in office. This is summed up with a shock. So be very ready for some drama to pop off for a big shock. Um, with the end of his presidency, it, it, it is going down. Like, I mean, it's about to be some drama. Some shit is about to pop off. Excuse my language. And you know what? It comes from him bullying people. He is now going to get bullied. So the tables turn. Um, that is all I had to read for you guys today. I did not want to hold you guys up long. Next time we'll take a look at the election and take a look at the stimulus check. I predicted on that last time. But guys, until next time, light and love. And thank you guys for tuning in. I'll talk to you soon.